how to have it to roll. Uh, we're, we're, we're still we're still recording. Um, so we had to we had to split because we were we're we're talking for a long time. So we're just going to split this episode. So this is part two of the Saturday of E4 Empire LARP 2022. My name's Oliver. I'm here with Robin. Uh, so yeah, last time we left off, um, we had just we were talking about possibly thinking about trying to start something where dawn goes around <laughs> the early <laughs> early stage the plan before the plan because i did speak to so, some people about this so basically our idea is um well it's something that i i, I think you, you you're on board aren't you but it's definitely something oh, i, I want to like, do this like yeah. with you like yeah. i've already made so like i can say our company yeah so like I, I was very like after spending time with the marches and the marches had gone around and done their wassail thing like this is what we do for the empire the orcs had come round after that being like hey you know this is our place in the empire we want to share this with you um highgard had done it in winter navarre had kind of done it in in spring and i was like we should be doing something like this because we that there's not there's never a time where we all get together in a big group and we start just wandering around amble you know and um, we already touched on it for like the start of the event being like we don't have a thing where we all get together as one nation and go Part, the battlefield is the only time we ever like muster as one nation. And then head out. I was gonna say actually, this is gonna have, like actually confirms everything we've just spoken about, and that is there is one time that we all got together as a nation. <sighs> yeah, but it's like I know what you're gonna say. Okay. You got what you're gonna say right when we're mustering. Are you gonna say like when we're? No, like, I was gonna no? say the test of ardor that oh, we all got together okay. as a nation for a test of ardor, which is kind of um. Yeah. That sort of backs everything that we just said. At E1, the entire nation got together and they took a test of ardor through all the other nations. We went everywhere and we followed them back and that included every single nation. And that was amazing and it was beautiful. And the, the fact that we're talking about, you know, bringing love to other nations or the opportunity to share love kind of piggybacks off of that because you're like, that is the only time I remember us all getting together as a nation and going elsewhere. And that was for a test of order. Yeah, no, that, that is and a good That was point. amazing. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just like, you know, because you want to do it like seasonally so everyone knows it's going on. Also, you don't, you mm -hmm. want the nation to be the focus, not a, not a singular player i guess is is my point um but I, I like i like that route of thinking though um yeah well that's yeah. the thing is that that's because you're talking about you know wanting to make it like focus on that topic and i'm like well actually that works in great because the only time i remember and again only our, we've only been there for events but the, within those four events the one time that we all went out was for a test larger which um, is you know to prove love so well i, I think i think yeah i think this is maybe going to be because I, I think i've got even just talking about it now um uh, this episode last episode i i think I, I think i need to do the rest of it in character i think i need to do i'm going to send some maybe send some letters to our egregore or talk to our egregore uh or egregores should i say sorry um and yeah maybe kick something off because it, it things like that they take a while to catch fire you know so it might just be like a oh at the flower festival we'll walk around like the navari do at spring and yeah like i said just just take a load of flowers and be like hey this is what this is all about 
Um, you don't have to be in a Dornish house to give a red mm-hmm. rose. Um, this is uh, Denarian. <laughs> this is what happened when this Navari gave a rose to a, a Dornish person. It is not exclusive to Dawn. We have flower codes in different houses, but we have our universal ones. These are red roses. They mean this. Um, feel free to take one <laughs> to give it around, and we'll have like a basically a St. Valentine's Day in Amble. You know, that's what I'm thinking. Also, the fact that there is that there is this sort of like universal red rose, but there's a lot of confusion around everything because every house has their own flower codes. Um, you mentioned Marion there. Um, so it's a good opportunity to say that um, he did not present a red rose. He presented something within the house's flower code to really get to know this person, which is pretty incredible because he did, he did give a red rose, though, right? No, he did not. Oh, I, I, I thought she lost a, I thought she had lost a red rose on the uh, battlefield. That was something that we don't know about yet. Oh. Well, I, I knew uh, Godric knows about it. Oh, does he? Cool. Yeah, because Denarian came to the Glory Square, and he's and he told that story. Oh. Yeah. See, um. Godric was paying attention. It's God who was paying attention. Yeah. But yeah, the the yeah, there was like different sort of things with that. But yeah, the, the flower that he presented them um, properly was part of her, her yeah. flower code, which I'm like, that's amazing. Yeah. It really is. But yes, I mean like having that sort of universal, you know, well, we see the red rose means love, but you know, you might come and have a look and be like, well, actually, my love loves daffodils <laughs> so i will take this daffodil and present this because i know my love well and i know that they would love this more it's than it basically else. just giving it's an opportunity just, yeah. It's, it's, yeah it's like the it's like the valentine's card thing isn't it where it's just like they, they put a box of empty valentine's cards out and be like right there you go kids you know go at <laughs> it you know? are we gonna mean girls this and just be like you know have a little box at the front of dawn yeah. and people can come in and they can have their message in and be like, you know, <laughs> we'll yeah. just we'll mean girls the entire thing. No, I, I go, but, but, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like the the night of flowers feels like that currently. It feels like mm. a oh, if you want to send a message, like a private message service. What I would like to do is do a more public, like yeah, hey, this is what we bring to dawn. You know, I mean, really, what I would like to do, but I don't think it's feasible because everyone is like it's just before time in, because Dornish people are so martial as well and it is i would like to do it all in one i would like to do like that type of thing before we all go out to battle like as we are all in our clank as we are all ready to go as all our mages are ready as all our troubadours are following it i would like us to do like a circuit of the entirety of amble before we go to the central gate but that's just i know it's not feasible because it is just before uh, time in there is yeah. hardly any time people are usually late anyway um ideally i would love that and half the nations are not going to be there so... exactly exactly yeah. they're all off monstering so that's what i would love but it you know i mean unless you convince people to get all in their clank on the friday and be like do a do a go around and be like oh yeah here are the knights of dawn here are the nobles of dawn I here think are the troubadours friday here are the evening is yeah I, I know it's difficult because obviously the friday evening there's so much going on especially with those who have hats but there isn't a lot going on for those who are in the lower part of the game. 
So like literally taking that, seizing that opportunity to go around. I feel like the Saturday night tends to be the, the better one yeah. to do these sort of things, but seizing that opportunity to go around is maybe a good time. Because we need, like, yeah. you know, also I've noticed that a few other nations, they have their things that are their strengths that are a, like a bit of a sales pitch for newer mm -hmm. players on the field. And because there's people that will just come to, and that's it's totally fine you come you come to anvil for your first time you join a nation and then it's not really what you expect and then you see another or you just make friends in another nation you're like oh actually i'm gonna join this one that's obviously great you need to be yeah. wherever you want to be however i've heard people being like oh yeah you know uh people come to songs and stories for the first time and they're like oh i want to be a navari now or they someone comes up to them and be like hey you know you're a new player here's a load of coin you know uh it's free as long as you just come back and give me you as long as you make money off it and pay me some interest and then they start playing all this game with the freeborn and they end up going oh i want to be in the brass coast um yeah i feel like dawn needs that like sale pitch moment where we go around and be like yeah we're the fucking knights of dawn and we walk around and people will like look in awe being like so certain players new players will be like oh my god aren't the dawnish awesome i want to be one of those um you might agree you, yeah you or you might be like oh who are these idiots you know and i'll never be in dawn that's fine but i feel like we almost <laughs> need like that that kind of sale pitch sales pitch moment um i think that the best way around this is to actually kind of like think to yourself and maybe not exactly right now but i guess this is for everybody listening and i guess it's think to yourself why did you join the nation that you've joined yeah what was it about the nation? And like, for me personally, when I think of Dawn and why I joined Dawn is I, and I know that what I'm about to say is not um, actually on brief for Dawn, but I want to be a hero. I want to be this hero out on the battlefield in shiny clank that runs in and can be counted on by others. Glory is not the same as being heroic. But it kind of is sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the winter mark in um, Vikings. Like, kind of is. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's that... I mean, there's a lot of glory there. There's, even if you're like, you know, we're not there to be heroes. I'm sorry, we run in full clank and we like freaking wipe a field is pretty freaking heroic. <laughs> yeah, because because I mean, people use that term a lot anyway for like certain types of media. They say they romanticize this warfare, but that's like we're playing a fantasy game. And yeah, Dawn is very much aimed at that romanticizing of warfare, you know? So yeah, yeah um, in, in very, yeah, very literal ways how we, you know, we, we do romanticize everything um in our nation uh but anyway let's let's segue into um yeah my continuation so because aranel you were very busy with watching tests of metal and doing your uh night protector stuff and watching plays um i was busy doing my test of metal stuff um so i to be fair, you did give me a little bit of a hand here. You were like, there's a troubadour. Because basically, I was collecting stories left, right, and center, but I hadn't got any ticked off. Um, and you were like, oh, well, there's a troubadour right there. Um, and uh, yeah, we bumped, we bumped into uh, Mercy. And 
I was like, right, Mercy, yeah, I've got, I've got stories. And Mercy took me uh, over to his tent and we sat down and we had some wine and yeah. So I had, I think I'd said in the Friday episode that, well, well I had, I had talked about this a lot in the E3 podcast episodes that I'd went to a wedding in the Brass Coast because I was struggling with the Brass Coast in the league for stories of true love. Yeah. I had gone to a wedding and I had spoken to them and I did some in-character mail with the people involved in that wedding. Um, and I had got some amazing stuff back. Um, some very thorough uh, story of true love. Now, this was all done on like an actual like instinct because I went to the wedding. I did not know these people. I didn't know the people out of character, in character. Or I just saw the wedding ceremony. I was like, there is definitely a good love story here um i the, the story is is a bit much to repeat here and i haven't got that permission either what i would like to do is actually get everyone's permission who we've got stories from and write all these down that's what i would like to do i, I actually have them all written down but i would like to write them down as my as my character and probably like publish them maybe together with rnl or something yeah in the i game. would like to do that that yeah. would be awesome um but anyway, I told this story and it was a story that I was actually confident that it would tick off to uh, two of the nations um, because the the Freeborn had written a song because uh, a lot of it was from the Freeborn's point of view. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, and th th these, these were two uh, people that were in the religion side of the game as well. Um, so I got to learn... I got a lot of insight into how the league saw loyalty as a virtue. And it was a big deal because they exchanged loyalty rings in the ceremony, which I heard is, is a very leagueish thing to do. And the brass coaster had written a song about uh, the leaguer and it was all about uh, the mask, like the, the, the mask that the person wears. And okay. if you remember what I was saying about, the mask and the brass coast and Godric being confused by that. Um, they had written this song in a way that it was like, Oh yeah, the, the, the mask. And it was so metaphorical and it like built upon what I'd learned from the egregore, you know, and how the brass coast and knew the Liga and they knew all their masks. Yeah. The egregore had told Godric, Oh yeah, we never show our true selves. We only show our masks and these are all the different masks we wear. And then this song is about the brass, the freeborn, intimately knowing all the masks that the league wears. You know, I'm actually getting emotional that's, talking yeah, about it. Yeah, that's like really incredible. Yeah, I'm actually, actually getting like emotional talking about it. Yeah, um, and it was beautiful. So, I mean, that's only one part of the story. The story is beautiful. Um, yeah. So you know, I I told uh, Mercy and uh, yeah, I mean, I just I love uh, I love role playing <laughs> with. Uh, with with mercy his 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 fizz rep is is awesome as well and is very understanding because yeah like that type of um that type of role play isn't like my strong suit i'm better at like comedy role playing than uh than than emotional role playing or or like combat role playing but yeah uh i told the story and it was so it because i was getting emotional telling the story and yeah, Mercy was so good because he was relaying a story that 
continuing a story that we Arnel and Godric were invested in, but you yeah. know, Godric had already heard part of the story. And yeah. I was hearing revelations from Mercy's point of view as well on his journey through true love. And that was the really cool thing is the fact that Godric had been going around trying to find these stories of true love. And it's like, oh, in the test, it's like almost like a rule set. It's like, oh, this, a troubadour has to confirm whether it's stories of true love or not. And mm-hmm. it was so cool being like, that's a story of true love. But then Mercy as a troubadour was like, oh, I'm currently learning from my current story of true love, you know? So it just became this whole not black and white thing. And yeah, the story that I had gotten, one thing that it didn't have was an ending. So because these characters are still alive in the game you know and i said after the story i was like this story doesn't have a happy ending or a tragic ending it's still going on and that was the question of whether it would be a story of true love and mercy was like well i think this is definitely a story of true love definitely um i will also say that he said that it was a way better story (laughs) way better story than aaron l's paraphrasing but that's the gist of what he said um uh Way better than my yeah. story. But, yeah, I was. <laughs> I, yeah, but I was getting emotional because I was like, "Yeah, I God, because I know how Godric saw the world beforehand, and when he's learning all these stories, and all these stories have a lot of them have. Well, every story has an ending. You know, mm-hmm. there is a time where even the ones that that end happily end in. I'm sorry if this goes morbid and this is very like this maybe goes a little bit highbrow and a bit dawnish but yeah all all stories are about life and death you know all of them uh it's about having and then loss and yeah it godric had realized that he is even in hearing stories that were at the start of a love story in the middle of a love story towards the end and and stories that both parties had died you know uh, people that he'd talked to and he he thought that he knew the truest of love stories and he he knew that it was arinell and his was true dornish love and then he realized that he didn't have a dornish love story with arinell he was just living as part of one and uh yeah mercy's role play was just so freaking good like it was so because he literally went like because as i was like speaking my thoughts on this subject he was like you fear for arinell's life on the battlefield and i was like yes and i had quite a bit of bleed because i think i had mentioned i don't know whether it was the e1 i think it was the e1 podcast when we were talking about uh being out on the battlefield and i'm just like yeah it's difficult it was E1. yeah i think and E2. yeah and e3 <laughs> because i think i said out of character <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're like, you're my actual wife and people are like, you're in a intense confrontational situation on the battlefield. Um, so Godric and Aaron L, uh, sorry, Godric and Oliver are, are it, it, I had a bit of bleed because I was just like, yeah, I do. I behave differently knowing Aaron L is out there. And yeah, it, it, what turned, what went from this, like me telling stories of true love went from like this, like big character 
revelation because Godric's backstory is that he went to uh I won't spoil this bit because I kind of want you to tell the story later on. Um but yeah, like he wasn't with Aaron L for a long time and then yeah. when he was fighting and now he is, he used to fight in the Barrens alone to prove himself and it's only recently that he's been fighting alongside Aaron L. And yeah, Mercy was like well, you know, you need to like those people and those stories that you've collected shows you that true love isn't just, oh, you have a true love and then it's lost. You have a true love and they're always with you. Even when they're not around physically, they are always, they're always there. Even if it's, even if it's an object that someone talks to their beloved through, even if they are on the other side of the world, even there, even if they're, you're talking them through the labyrinth, um, through some ritual, uh, even if they're just a memory, they are always there. Even if they are both gone and they are just talked about in songs and stories, uh, they're always with you. Mm. And that comforted Godric. What comforted him more was Mercy was like, "Would you feel better if I did a ritual for Arunel?" And I was like, "I was like, yeah, yeah, for tomorrow." Because th we knew we were fighting, and this was getting late as well, so we knew we were fighting the next day, and we knew it was going to be a tough one. And I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, that would make a difference. Um, what One thing that didn't make a difference, he was like, yeah, get, like, if there's a miasma, um, make, get yourself anointed so you have a clear head. You know? Uh, it, it didn't matter because there wasn't actually a miasma. Um, but he was like, and if, if you can't, like, I want you to fight as if Aaron isn't there tomorrow. And I was like, okay. Yeah, and then I, uh, then I came out and... I came up with Mercy and, and uh, Mercy was like, Aronel, if you come to me tomorrow, I'll do a ritual. You were just like, okay. <laughs> didn't, didn't ask what the ritual was. Didn't, didn't, ask, didn't ask what was happening. You were just like, yeah, sure. Awesome. Patrick was there. It wasn't going to bad. Mm. <laughs> Bill trust. But that was good because, yeah, because when we talk about like the next day, it, it makes it even more worth it. It, was, it really did. Make, like the fact, I'm glad I didn't actually yeah. ask any more questions there. It would have been very RNL yeah. to do so because, yeah, that so, made a difference. Yeah, and then jumping forward later that night, um, yeah, Mercy came up to Lupo and was just like, yeah, Godric's ticked off two, two, uh, two more nations on the test of metal. So I got High Guard and I got uh, the league and the brass coast so that put the score at 4-3 and then uh so we, we probably it's probably back in back in time again because earlier in the day we got invited to a wedding which is cool right mm -hmm. yeah yeah so this takes us back to the wedding um so this kind of like timeline wise um once the orcs had like left the wedding pretty much started right after that so we um got our seats and everything we all like dragged a few benches out and things and sat down and got to watch a wedding which was um really really exciting actually watching a full wedding and stuff um it was it was household sale i don't think they'd, they'd be worried about us saying the house right oh probably not <laughs> was house ourselves <laughs> and we were there we watched the wedding as we were sitting there you and i were there and we were accompanied by um we had house motel we had cassandra's i had same kid with me as well <laughs> like sitting there with me um as i was explaining to them what was happening and yes we watched this wedding and it was it was really exciting actually um also there was tons of drama as well that was so good 
there was drama I was before about, it. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say there was drama beforehand. Like, I was, I'm not going to tell the story because it's their story, but there was like tons of just like uh, soap opera style drama leading up to the wedding that was happening as well. It was so good. Yeah, there was so within the people getting married, there was so much drama. Again, though, like it all happened in character. I don't want to go and say at all because that that's, you know, private to those people. But yes, the drama that everybody had created and was involved with running up to this wedding was incredible. The wedding itself was filled with love. It was filled with people stopping it and contesting parts of it. <laughs> I know. Oh my God, I the loved it. role it was, play. It was so oh. funny. Because, you know, it was a wedding in Dawn. It was just like, oh, does anyone have any reason why these two shouldn't be wed? And everyone just was just like oh, waiting please. for it. Like... Yep. I would have been disappointed. Oh, if it there they are. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> there was some really good, like, Disney villain stuff. It wasn't. There, oh, but... it was so good. Yeah. And we we're, like, sitting at the side, like, eating popcorn. We're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe yeah. this. Everyone and involved, I... if you're listening, like, it's just, that's just, just our jam, like, watching that um, stuff. I love it. I, I had Lady Morgan next to me, and she was just, like, honestly, like, the role play with her during this, like, she was just, like, oh, yes knew this was going to happen and like talking about it on I'm like uh-huh <laughs> and then like when it was happening the kid in front of me was like what's happening and I was like okay let me explain this person is was really interesting that's that person's cousin that person yeah it's, it yeah was... I was like this person's like that and this person's like you just throw a load of ritual magic in there and it's it's it gets crazy right yeah yeah but yeah, I'm spoiler. <laughs> Went fine, you know. Got married, and they had a wedding um, reception. And oh my gosh, honestly, the way they decorated everything—the tent they had all—they had lots of they had a full spread of food and drink, and all this sort of like lovely atmosphere. It's obviously, it's an actual wedding. Yeah, beautiful. And we got yeah, we we hung out, we drank, and we ate. And then we got to enjoy lots of wonderful music for a while. Yeah, it was music. Well, that's the thing. So they had, uh, they had got um, Rusty Compass uh, to come and do a song for the uh, the ceremony, which yes. was really cool. They did a song and they did like a parody with the <laughs> with the the words of the house. That was really fun. Um, and then they were like, all right, well, we might be back. And they were like, oh, Russ Cummins might be back later. Um, and then we got to, because, yeah, we're a little bit off with the timelines, aren't we? But uh, by the time it had gotten dark, when I'd spoken to Mercy, and we came out and we went to, like, Wise Guys, didn't we? After that. Oh, so there was lots of stuff before Wise Wait, Guys. What? Really? Was oh, that? yes. A lot what? of stuff before Wise what Guys. What happened before Wise Guys? Because, well, also, while we're still at the wedding, yes. Rusty Compass performance. There was also many other troubadours there performing from different stands. There was a lot of performances. And it was amazing. We then, now we actually ended up in the bar gathering stories. And this was before Wise Guys. Oh, oh cool. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Did we go to the marchers before all of this? Did yeah, we go we, to the marchers again yeah, on no, no, the. Uh, yeah, no, we, so I went to the marchers first. Yeah, because I was following mm -hmm. up on a lead. Yeah, and, and I, I came with you. Yeah. Yes, yes. I, so I, I came with you to Marchers, yeah. I eventually got to speak to the general. 
Oh, wait, hang on. Whoa, 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 hang on. No, this was definitely now, because I remember what happened. Yes, okay, yeah. so. Yeah, oh no, it was, yeah. So, there was some drama at, in the mm -hmm. Senate, right? So, so we're, like, we're going, like, higher up in the game now. Uh, there was some drama at Senate. So, uh, I don't really know the ins and outs, so I'm not going to explain it. Um, no. Maybe we can get, like, a marcher on the podcast one day, and they'll explain it, maybe in the long dark or something. Uh, yeah, that'd be good, actually. Yeah, but basically, uh, someone who, the a particular person that the marchers do not like at all had showed up to Senate, I think, with, like, a load of uh, bodyguards. I think orc bodyguards as well. They weren't Imperial orcs. And, oh, yeah, one of the marcher generals, um, I think, did something crazy and jumped through a window or something. This is just what I'd heard. And, yeah, they had been killed um yeah. and it was a general that was very much beloved and yeah that's what i was then hearing because when this general had died and i i had spoken to a few people on the way up to the march just been like oh how's because then people start to know me because i spent so much time in the marches as well people start to know recognize me like oh, how's your quest going and i'm like oh yeah it's going this way blah 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 and they're like oh well you know if you want to know about true march of love you know we really love this general you know, maybe that's the story there for you, you know. Um, so when we went to the marches, it was a bit of a somber tone, you know. It was like... Well, we didn't realise that straight away. No. We spoke to a lot of people before that actually came out. Mm -hmm. We went and we spoke to three different groups of marchers before then. Mm -hmm. And we were chatting about love. This was way before we found this out. And we actually walked in on the aftermath of something and to be honest like i wasn't too sure what had just happened and we actually saw a, a, a display of love while we were there and you went up to speak to someone for a little while yeah it was a, ge it was a general that i'd and I'd then been, yeah uh, and then that was for. yeah and it was after that that you know you came to me you're like oh yeah so like something's happened i'm not too sure and then we carried on walking and went to speak to another group and poor there would be like looking for stories of true love didn't realize Lupo was standing right there with the grip yeah. <laughs> and that's when everything came out at that point there and we're just like yeah Whoa. so it was it was a bad time to get that story but then from there we went to Navarre because yes so at this point I think we should maybe come clean a bit and be like we, so like, our test of metal was because we you you already know from what we said in on the Friday episode that Aaronel had another test of metal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we did out of character. Yeah, or, which which I think is fine. We orchestrated it a bit, which is I think is fun because a lot of people do. It is a it is a role play game. You want to play the game you want to play, and you have an idea of what you what your character wants to do. You know if that's they're going to die or if they're going to get into this part of the game or you know you, you come up with things you want to do we did we at no point like cheated in our test of metal or anything it wasn't a it, we, everything we did was in character um but yeah we, we had an idea of what out out of character how we wanted this to go um, yeah yeah we we were like okay well we know we're gonna have to like test it in separate houses we knew that we didn't want to hang about i know denarian was maybe like given a shade like oh, that's how you do a test of metal but really we weren't hanging about with this like we weren't like because some people have their test of metal like over years you know and some people have like told me oh i've just got my test of metal 
um, I've been told it's going to take at least a year, at least. Um, but we like in a, 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 to a summit and a half at this point, we were like almost getting there, the pair of us. Um, so we wanted to spend time together. We we're just like, you know what? We'll go over to the Navarre. The marches are still to be ticked off. Navarre is still to be ticked off. And Dawn is still to be ticked off. So we were like, let's just go to Navarre and mm -hmm. see what we can see what we can do. So we went to Songs and Stories, didn't we? We yeah. soaked in a bit of Songs and Stories. We had a few drinks. Do you want to do you want to tell the story from here or? Yeah, I mean, like right about this point here. Yeah, we were we had a few drinks. We're hanging out with people. It's lovely. And then we actually did end up speaking to somebody. Now I don't actually remember what led us to speaking to this particular person, to be honest. But we ended up speaking well, to we them. Well, asking every. I was asking everyone. I was just like, no, story's well, true love. Story's true love. <laughs> what it was then, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, we ended up speaking to this person. And they were like, yeah, we have a story of, of love. And they, they told us a absolutely beautiful story of true love. It was, yeah. Between someone from Navarre and someone from the Marches. Yeah. So it was the ideal story. Yeah, we, we so tweaked it a little I, bit because yeah. basically I was being told the story and I was like, because out of character, I'm not very good at note-taking at all. And I was just like, are you okay just to take notes? <laughs> and you were like, yeah, you were just like listening to the story and taking notes. <laughs> yeah, like, so basically they started telling the story and like um, there's Aronel watching Godric and he was like taking notes and stuff. And I was like, well, you know what? I'm just going to um, note this all down because I don't intend on telling the story, but I can probably not take it all down. So yeah. I took all the notes down for the story. We got all the information, had a wonderful evening there, um, had a few more drinks. And then headed back to Dawn. I was pretty drunk um, at this point as well. That was the other I thing. Was, I was really fucking yeah. drunk at this point. Yeah. So we headed back to Dawn and we decided to head to Wise Guys at this point. So we went to Wise Guys to have a drink and end up being met by um, House Mortar. We had lots of drinks with Ben. <laughs> they had, sorry, yeah. House Mortar. They came up with, they were just like, they were like, oh, we're going off to do something else. Or we're probably going to go to either go to bed or we have to go and do this thing. And then from here on in, we kept like bumping into them. They didn't get very far at all, you know? So I well, yeah. Like, so were like, oh, like, we're off to this place. And then we bumped into the wise guys and we were like, oh, hey. And the rest will come in soon because yeah, like we bumped into uh, wise guys and we had like a nice long chat and we got like a lot of information. I had like a lot of really good role play here um, with one of the newer members of House Mortar, which is really lovely. We played some games. They then moved on and we stayed to finish our drink listen to a troubadour who was performing within yeah, wise it wasn't a troubadour it was a it was a uh, winter marker that was um singing songs mm. yeah yeah, yeah so yeah there was yeah, yeah troubadours are only in dawn oh sorry sorry <laughs> um yeah i didn't even realize that i thought troubadours were all over i did not realize that so a... I, well, I think that's the case because because that's why i was like a march of bard because they're they're bards oh a troubadour is dawnish well, yeah. I didn't even know that. I didn't know troubadours were only Donish. I didn't know that at all. Um, I thought they were just like a nation. They were like... I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that at all. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I performed with them from, from Windermark because they were performing and they were... Um, that was like, really interesting. And we were there watching. And then 
it was around this point that we're like, you know, we should probably like have a tent, it's late. And we started heading out. And then I heard that familiar sound of the rusty compass. <laughs> to be fair, our tent is like across the glory square. Yeah. And oh we yeah, we don't have, go far. We, we, we have to walk <laughs> past how like the house or Zell tents. Like they're literally a diagonal from it. There's no way we were gonna miss what was going on there. Yeah. So we like, yeah, we like headed over to House Orzel because Rusty Compass, of course, had come back to perform. And that was amazing. Um, and when we're there, we bumped into House Mortar again. Oh, after, after all the wonderful, oh my gosh, interactions with Rusty Compass and everything. Um, I don't think anything else really happened here before we went to the next party. Have I forgotten anything? Not really. Yeah, we just we just sang because we know the Rusty Compass's songs now, and yeah, everyone was just singing. It was just oh yeah, I mean they're they're, they're absolutely great, aren't they? And oh my god, um, yeah, yeah. So we were part we partied hard in in next to the House Orzel tent, which is pretty much the Glory Square, you know, partied you know right there, and then we just like uh stumble over and we're like because when we're in wise guys we're like right you ready for bed oh look you know the rusty compass because this was late and then once we'd partied there we were like okay now it's getting late now we go to bed and then our neighbors behind us another house was having still going with their party we're like oh we'll, we'll go around and say hi we'll go around and say <laughs> hi go but I'm, go that, there. I'm with that drunken state on at this point. I'm just like, oh yeah, we're just because you're like, yeah. oh, can we go to bed? I'm like, ah, we'll, we'll just go around and say hi. And then we were there for so long. Well, again, we walked there. We're like, hey, are we turning around? And there's more terrace there as well. Yeah. I'm like, they just just ahead of us each time. And we sat down. We had lots of drinks. And this was when you went off to speak to somebody for quite a while. So you were away speaking to someone. Yeah. And I was there with Liverpool. And as I was there, Mercy turned up. And that's when he confirmed your two stories that you had told him earlier, or the yeah. one story of the two nations. Yeah. So at that point is when you had the three stories. Three stories. Off. So by Saturday, I had three stories. Mm. So it was by, four, four yeah. three. Yeah. Yeah, because this took us to, like, we were there until, like, time out. And then we eventually staggered back to the tent. Um, honestly, like... I need to figure out a better way of getting all my stuff on and off because like the amount of work it takes to get, not to get my, my flower crown and antlers on, that's actually pretty quick. See, getting it off, I must rip half my hair out every time. If anyone's got any advice on that, that would well, no, be yeah, great. You turn to me and you're like, you expect drunken Oliver to be, you're like, oh, can you cut these off? Can you cut this off of me? Don't I'm cut not going to use scissors I'm like, anymore. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm like, sure. I'm going to give you scissors. Now I want you to cut the bands and the thread that is the identical color to my hair without cutting my hair. And you're just like, uh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, and that was kind of the night. We had we had some really good conversations and and drinks. Um, there. Do you want to have a little break? Uh, yeah. Well, what do you want to do? Do you want to do you want to just carry on all the way through Sunday? Yeah. And then have a have a stop stopping point here. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, that sounds while good. Yeah. While we're in the flow, cool. Um, so we hmm, let's see. Yeah, well, that that's a good stopping point. So thank you, uh, 
very much for joining us, everybody. Uh, we're going to carry on in a fourth instalment and talk about Sunday because Sunday was a a big one. Okay. It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. See you later, back. See you later, guys. See you. Bye. bye. If you enjoyed this show, make sure that you follow and subscribe so, you know, you know when a new episode is posted. Um, you can leave a review, you can share it around, it would really help us out, and you know we appreciate you doing that. And remember, you can catch us live on twitch.tv forward slash to have underscore to roll. That's the number two, and, and roll is into roleplay. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening.